Hello and welcome back to Bourbon Barrel Talk. I'm your host, Scott Minton. Today we are back in the den of thieves. Party hard. We got rid of Jared, brought back the legend. We got all kinds of great stuff going on. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. Yep, I'm yep. looking at the two most beautiful bottles I've ever seen in my life. I don't know that they're the most beautiful bottles you've ever yeah. seen, but they're going to well, be two, the, probably the most tasty. They're the bottles. oldest bottles I've seen, maybe. That, in that's the probably tastiest. true. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, I Legend, what'd you bring over, man? So, we have a 1976 Jim Beam, 100 month old, 80 proof, part of the Bicentennial series. There were six different bottles with Norman Rockwell prints. Okay. I have been fortunate enough to acquire the entire set. Right. With boxes. Okay. Ooh. Oh. Plus plus some extras, which is why we're drinking this one. And uh, in the infamous words of Uncle Charlie, spank my ass and call me Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also have a early 90s Yellowstone 90 proof. Gotcha. If just there was a nice m- old Dusty's. I just love these meme. old glass decanters. Oh my gosh, yes. They're yes. just so cool. It looks like Charles Lindbergh's on the uh, Saturday Evening Post, I guess. That, that reminds me of like that would be that yes. I'm gonna equivalent that to like video games now versus like Sega Genesis and NES and Super Nintendo, where you had the box, you had the manual, you had the map, right. you had the game. Yep. It just there's a presentation value there that is lacking yeah. in today's bourbon or, world. It's like Atari, right? yeah, yeah. It's like the Atari. It's like the OG. I mean, that 70s and 80s whiskey is just the yeah, presentation's always on point. Yeah, most part. Yeah. So I can't it, wait to dive into these bad boys. Uh, try I, think, I think a lot of that had to do with them trying to sell the whiskey. Hmm. That had a lot to do with it because whiskey it was, had fell out of hand. You I know, mean, was, everybody was, was drinking gin and vodka and all that crap, all that clear spirits. Yeah, they put them on all the various decanters for the organization. Interesting. No offense, it's your it's your generation's fault. Why is it my fault? I was drinking God? it then. <laughs> Not my fault. <laughs> I, I said it was, it was your generation's fault. I didn't say it was your fault. <laughs> I know. I'm just but I mean, think about all the, so so th- that's what happened. The 1950s occurred, right? So the 1950s occurred, and people at that age, at that point, were like, hey, we don't want to drink what our parents drank, which was bourbon, whiskey, things like that, right, from the 1920s, 1930s, 1940s. So they wanted to come out with clear spirits. So that's when rum got popular, vodka got popular, and gin got popular. And then also that's when James Bond came out. So then everybody wanted a freaking martini. Oh. And ma- ma- people like things like Mad Men. Right. That kind of era. Yeah. So so when when all those cocktails came out, because they didn't want to drink what their parents drank, bourbon and whiskey just fell by the wayside. So this was kind of the resurgence of bourbon where they tried to do whatever they could to get it to sell. And that's why I think the the Japanese and you know the 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 Far East had kind of helped carry bourbon forward as we get to what we have today, which is the bourbon boom. Though without the uh, the clear spirits coming in the favor, we wouldn't have half the great decanters that are out there, like the car the scale car models, the one twenty four scale car models. Even the cool the the Avon ones from the eighties were so cool. Yeah. Oh I mean, yeah. There was all kinds of crazy stuff. I I, I don't remember. I don't. Actually, I, I haven't even seen an old Avon one in forever. Like, I have no idea what kind of juice is in that stuff, whether it's tasty or not tasty. But, like, you would love the, uh, I have a glass decanter of the Heaven Hill Six Year, the green label. Right. With a giant uh, crystal, or not, crystal, crystal style right. topper. It's square. Oh, it looks beautiful. The Egyptian Mictors are my favorite of all decanters. I've yet to find just a bottle or any of it. So, so. Decanters, when I think of decanters, I think of clear glass, something to display your bourbon with. Right. This is the bottle itself that came off the shelf. Correct. So they actually had what they considered 
decanters or, or, or showman pieces right right off the shelf back and, in, and most back of the them weren't glass like beam was kind of the 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 big one in glass most of the other places were like ceramics ceramics turkey was so turkey, turkey had yeah, ceramics yeah. and yeah. things like that there, yeah. so yeah. so beam was the authoritarian as far as like glass goes i think them and i think Old Forster had some old glass decanters. Yeah, they and things they like had that. some ceramics at the beginning, but then they went the glass yeah. painted. Yeah. So I, I mean, if you if you go to Jim Beam, they have a display of hundreds of decanters. Right, and almost all of them are glass. Very oh, few yeah. were ceramic. Yeah. So man, dude, the nose on this thing, dude. I just I, I tell people all the time, like there's well, just something about a dusty that if you've never had one, you've never drank one. It's just a different nose. It's a different taste. It's just leather and caramel and oak and like there's just so many things. And, I, and I'm still in my mind trying to work out what a hundred months is because I work in banking terms, mm-hmm. so it's always in like twelves. And a hundred doesn't go into a twelve at all. So yeah. I'm like ninety six months it's is eight like years eight and, years yeah, and a couple of days, a couple of months. Or two months. years yeah. is twenty four months it's, yeah. and a month. Right. So, so it's yeah. eight years and like yeah. you said, four months. That's right. So. I, everything that you described it is on the nose, it, and it, it is like a, a rich bread. Yeah, there's a little bit of doughiness to it. Yep, I, I definitely get where you're picking up there. But for me, I wouldn't necessarily. There's a doughiness, like, but I don't know that I would call it bread as much as I would like. I don't know. It's got some finesse to it, like almost like a bagel or something like that. But man, I tell you what, there's just something about these noses. It's got a little bit leather, more leather to me, but. It just tastes wonderful. Yeah. 1976. So this is older than everybody in the room except for the legend. Yeah. How does that make you feel? Now it only it's only one year. <laughs> hey, it's I'm only alive. one year older than me. I'm alive. It's all that's all that matters. He's like, I got to drink right. more shit <laughs> yeah, than I, the three of you fuckers <laughs> combined. I think I think the last time we talked, I think we all said that we want to make it to at least Steven's age. Yes. <laughs> We're all big slobs. <laughs> I don't know, Carl. The way you and I are trajectory in life, we, um, we may we may get no. sixty if we're lucky. <laughs> if I make it to seventy, I'm gonna be happy. So, I, I've always oh, said that I don't want to be seventy if I'm like one of those people that can't walk or do anything. That's else a beam decanter. Like the elephant. The elephant. Okay, it's a beam. Now that's a that's got to be ceramic. It is. I was about to say it? that's got to be ceramic. So, is that the political one? Yeah, no, that's no, that's a football oh, it's one. Oh, okay, it's a it's got one. a football, but it looks political. It looks uh, like it's got the like the what the my wife wouldn't, are, my wife wouldn't let me have the political one because it was the uh, donkey as a clown, though. Uh, of that time it's thing. interesting that you say that that is the Norman Rockwell um, uh, painting uh, on the decanter. There, I have a was lucky enough to inherit my grandfather's collection of Norman Rockwell glasses, and that's immediately I knew exactly what that hmm. looked like. So eighty proof, I will say these things drink it proof. Oh like, yeah, like they're not like, but but there's just so much flavor. Like you get caramel, you get leather, you get oak, you get everything that you get. I think of a traditional bourbon. Better it's not like a modern one where it just loses it. No better better wood in the barrels. Yeah, you well, know they were older trees, I mean, so they got a lot more flavor coming in to the liquid. Right, I'm sure there's some virgin growth in there. You know. The, the, you're the first person I've heard say that, and that makes a ton more sense because bourbon, the boom today, I mean, trees aren't as old as that what they were back no. then. You they know, cut, they probably they, were cutting down 50 and 60 year old trees versus today we're cutting down as soon as they get old enough, you know, 16, 18, the, 20 the years. The demand is so high. The demand is so high. I think right more, I think it's probably, well, it's also more genetically modified trees to grow quicker for the demand. At least in the pine, like See, pine man, I, and all now that. you're thinking some GMO stuff, and I can't even, I can't even, I can't even wrap my mind around the fact. Well, that I am maintenance, so we 
I work in a hundred. So year they old can building. make trees grow faster. Yes, they can genetically modify them to grow faster. I think, Certain trees. I think he's hit the sauce a little too much tonight. <laughs> I'm about to say well. he's had too much to drink. But uh, listen, I, it, it would happen. not surprise me. We can we can grow babies in a tube. I mean, you know, we can do all kinds of crazy. I mean, stuff. look what we did the corn alone. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, just look at the apple. The apple is probably the the most prevalent thing that you can go back. You look at a 1950s apple versus an a, an apple today. They're like twice the size. If you come up on and they're prop- coated in the wax that comes in the stores to well, make them so, look more appealing as well. Well, they, they coat them in the wax so that way they they last longer from from harvest to to eating. Transportation. Right? It's transportation yeah. more than anything else. If, but like just the general size and how sweet. Like even as me as a kid, I remember grabbing. It, it wasn't even a crab apple. It was like a, like a I can't think of the name. It was like a Brayburn or something like that. High acidity to yeah. the apple. Yeah. But it wasn't as sweet. Like yeah. apples now are bigger and sweeter and more robust. Whereas apples, even you know, in the in the early '80s, were totally different, and I can only imagine. I mean, I wasn't alive in the in the '60s or '70s, but <laughs> we but, have. What was it know, like back then in the '70s? But I mean, you know, I, I didn't study apples as a but child. I mean, so. but, but but in the '70s, do you remember apples being like like super sweet, or do you remember them being more tart? I have no you don't well, no recollection. Okay, we that's have, fair enough. We Somebody, have two uh, trees, what they would call heirloom apples. Now okay. they're from the original orchard. Either planted somewhere between the 1880s to the 1920s, somewhere gotcha. in there. We have two of the original trees still around. Legend was too busy drinking and quality <laughs> bourbon before we were alive <laughs> to worry you, about apples. <laughs> when you look at those apples, they're probably half the size of a modern apple. Right. And God. nowhere near the same shape. It's more of a rounded so apple. When, when, speaking of that legend, when did you start drinking bourbon? Mid-70s. Mid-70s? Jesus Christ. He got all the good shit. Yeah. I drank a lot of other stuff along the way too. But. Oh, I'm sure you did. Like I said, no, no offense to you, but a lot of people in your generation made bourbon. Like, I mean, my grandpa had a bar. Second class citizen. There's still three bottles of Jim Beam left from that bar from the early '80s. Man, so the the nose is rich. The taste is rich. Now, all these yeah. dusties still have a weird funk nose, but man, I'm gonna tell you, still they're just sweet caramel. Mm-hmm. Like there's just so much other things. That a little go bit with of molasses it. in there for me. Yeah, I don't know. And I don't, I don't care what the distillers would tell you. I am just dead on certain that there was more care put into the making of bourbon back in the day because there wasn't the pressure to make it. Right. Oh yeah, they weren't so, trying to pump it out. Yeah. So you know it. Whatever they did, they did with higher quality, I think. Well, I think the water even. When you think about well, the water table, right? right? Like, I mean, water wasn't polluted like it is today. Like, we, we, we carbon, we, we, we put um, chlorine, we put fluoride, we put, I mean, there's so many things that we do to our it's water. So and then, they're, then even though they're filtering it to reverse osmosis or whatever the water is that they use mm-hmm. to make that, right. think they didn't have to do that back then. Back then, the water was pure. Like, it came straight off the, the, the limestone beds and, like, a lot of times, most of those places probably you have, your well water. Water. have well yeah. waters, yeah. you know, in some of those well, off-market places. If you look at Castle and Key and Oak Row, which are right next to each yeah. other, or the old Taylor Distillery yeah. and the Oak Row, it's literally... Isn't that a limestone a spring? Yeah, yeah a it's limestone a limestone spring. spring. Yeah. So. And it's all the water either coming from the lake or the, the stream coming next to it. Or their reservoir, the the little reservoir they got. So I have to believe that water had probably one of the biggest things at that point. And plus, like you said, like the and, and GMO probably has a lot to do with it too, right? Oh, like yeah. corn. Like think about how corn, how much more concentrated the flavor of we corn have must have been when it was smaller. Yeah. Known to mankind. So 
Man, I, just my, my my mind's blown just from today thinking about the fact that bourbon has been affected by GMO. Well, it's like uh, I was reading one the other day, I forget which distillery is like with non-GMO corn. I went, is that a thing? Actually, I think it was this uh, this one. Not to nerd out, but that's think- one of the big aspects in the movie Logan, the, the final Hugh Jackman uh, Wolverine film. Really? Yes, about how the GMOs in food actually st- stopped the mutagens uh, in the DNA from uh, from producing more mutants, so the mutants started dying off because of what they were eating, and even even in the film itself, he is he hooks up with a, a farmer who's being kind of uh, terrorized by this this group of. Um, I don't remember any owners. of that about the movie. I must have been drunk or just Dude, forgot. Oh, all that's one of it's a great movie. That. I remember one of my it. top yeah. top ten, possibly top six films. It was a good movie. I remember being a good movie, and I remember enjoying it. I just don't remember that plot line at all. I think it was. It was I remember them going to the farm. It, with it the wasn't girl. political, but yeah, it was yeah. just kind of that that idea that the food is killing us, and maybe possibly that's why he's his healing factor isn't what it used to be either. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't I'm, remember. That. I'm pretty sure Bullet is all non-GMO corn. Is it really? Still. So with this and particular, it's all, it's all sourced right outside their distillery. <laughs> we haven't yeah, talked about that. Really, I would have yeah. never guessed that. With <laughs> yeah. The whole, yeah, they, they especially buy, since they, they buy very close to their distillery, all of their corn. So yeah, their their new distillery is like middle of cornfields. Yeah. Nothing else around there. Was this a bottle that you purchased or one that you inherited? Can you? Is there a history behind that bottle? The Jim Beam. Yeah, it's one I purchased. You purchased. Do you know kind of roughly ballpark what it might have been back in the day? Price wise, yeah, yeah. Six ninety nine, seven ninety nine. It could have been. Did it hurt your wallet? I guess no. is is oh, what. It well, was. oh, back then it was probably a premium product. Back then, yeah. I mean, probably you know, it was probably it was, about, a, was a high price bottle back then. But you weren't going out and, and like buying several bottles at a time, like like say people do. Oh. No, he now. bought that. He, he bought, bought this, this bottle in the last couple of years. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't hear the story. He didn't buy in nineteen seventy six. No, no. Gotcha. I yeah, I got probably twelve or fifteen of these that I bought. Just this year. Oh, that's awesome. So I need to follow his lead on that. Yeah. yeah. So, but definitely be, different. Carl's going to bitch out and be like, tell me what to do and I'll do it. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things I found one and loved it. So I've found more. So, as I told Scott, I bought two today. Yeah. From 1974. I mean, 1974. Even older, man. I have, I've had an 83, <laughs> and the 83 doesn't even taste like. No, it doesn't. That's what and that's what I'm saying. It's crazy. I've had an 81. I've had an 80. I think the 76 might be the oldest one I've had. But like, yeah. I mean, they they all they they, they taste similar, but they, none of them taste the same. But they, mm. but that's the way bourbon is, right? Like, even if you bought a bottle of Woodford today and, and bought another bottle of Woodford, they're not going to taste the same. They're going to taste similar, but they're not going to yeah. taste the same. But this is the first dust dusty. Was it sort of dusty no. terminology? Yeah. You had my 83. Yeah, and you had my 91, my 94 wild turkey. Mm. I, have a, I would say this is definitely dustier than the, the, yeah. the dusty ones you've had, but yeah, you've oh, had yeah. some dusty, more dust, <clears throat> more dust. My wife's high school fiftieth high school reunion is this weekend, so I have a seventy-two to take. There you go. Well, that'd be a hell of a party. Where's it at? <laughs> Washington, Indiana. Oh yes, I'm familiar with Washington. Do you need a driver? <laughs> so this Yellowstone, which was the next one, and we we we, we put this on early nineties, right? Right, early nineties. That's the best I best I know. Very similar nose as far as like it's got got some sweet, some caramel, a little bit of leather, a little bit of tobacco, a little bit of tobacco. Mm-hmm. 
I'm a fan of modern Yellowstone, so I'm excited to see how this differs. And I'm gonna say it's got a, it's got got just a touch of like that. Uh, instead of more less caramel, more like uh, your Werther's original type smell on the nose. The toffee, toffee, like toffee, and a little bit of just a touch of vanilla, just a touch. Yeah. Or like a heat I like bar that or something. Distinction between like butterscotch and toffee. Toffee doesn't have that lingering sweetness. Yeah, it's, but it's it, richness. It, it's yeah. got some richness yeah. to it. I think it's a little more depth. Oh wow, this is so good. After the Yellowstone, me and you've had me and Scott's had here recently. Oh, this is completely different and so good. Oh, this is very, very, very tasty. Um Man, that is weird. Like I would have not I, I I don't think I've ever had an older Yellowstone other than like I had one one time from probably like the 1970s, like late 70s, early 80s. But uh, tastes totally different than this. Like I remember it being more bitter, like more high rye, more spice, more more punch to the tongue, you know, than than this is. This is really full flavor. It really is. Got some nice, like I said, a little bit of that toffee, like that Werther's original, a little bit of leather. It's still earthy. Yeah, so I, uh, I think get some I, tobacco notes, yeah, and it's not yeah. like a sweet tobacco. It's like your standard. Yeah, I don't know why I keep wanting to think molasses for some strange reason, or just a l- yeah. So molasses, toffee, like both rich sweetnesses. One's a little less sweet, but you know, kind of a thicker, a thicker yeah. sugar. Yeah, which to me would be. But look at the legs on that thing. It just stops. <laughs> uh, the it color doesn't is go really anywhere nice too. Yeah, I mean it hugs that glass. This is wonderful. You're welcome. Did you like my Thank trick? you. Did you like, my, did you like that trick I, I, I did there, Steven? Just, the roll on the Glencairn? I just want to put like the the visual of the meme of Wayne and Garth going, we're not worthy. We're not worthy. <laughs> For sure. Uh, no, uh, thank you 100%. But, uh, I disagree. Is, if you like bourbon, the best thing you can do with it is share it. Right. Agreed. And I have no problem sharing anything I have. Mm. Well, I the Den that. of Thieves, cheers to you. Cheers. Hearty cheers. Salud. Man, I just, man, it's just, it's weird to me how Dusty's can be so much different than the stuff that's made today. Oh, yeah, it's 100% different it to me. It just sits on you. Yeah. Just just plop, and just get all of that nice. Well, that's the thing. You get a Kentucky hug from a 90 proof. Like, yeah. you don't you don't get that Kentucky hug typically from a 90 proofers anymore. Well, and to me, 90 proofs today lose a lot of their lackluster. Right. They don't have much flavor up front or back palate. Right. I think a just, lot of these are older, though. Yeah. I think yeah. that's part of it. I mean, it's like the wild turkey. I hate to go back to Can wild turkey. I see turkey, the bottle? Nowadays, it's, they try to stick to seven, seven and a half year, where it was eight year or right. older. Right. So, I mean. And that's probably the big caveat with a lot of this stuff, is the fact that as, could, as bourbon's boom has happened, I mean, just think, I mean, you, what, two, three years ago, you could get Heaven Hill six year. It was an age-stated product, everything. Now it's four to five years. Yeah. Like they got rid of the age statement because they couldn't keep up with the demand on the six-year. Like, it's just crazy how much things have changed, you know. I'm so glad that Eagle Rare went back to the age statement on the 10-year because for a long time, what, four or five years, it was just Eagle Rare. Uh, it, well, I have a 2015 bottle that I bought on my bachelor party. I was like, mm-hmm. it's not an age statement. Yeah. And we just bought one this past Saturday. It was age-stated. Right. Well, this just has a nice little notation on the label that says fully aged under the supervision of the U.S. government. 
Well, uh, everything was aged. Yeah. <laughs> the supervision. Bond I, warehouse. I fucking realize that, Scott, but I'm, I'm just <laughs> saying. Bottled the, 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 no, it's not bottled. It is, but it's not bottled. It's, it's bottled. not Yeah. No. Still, yeah, I, I thought that was kind of a cool little statement. Yeah. Because I mean, that's 1897 when the Bottle and Bond Act came around. But right. the fact that it, it, it doesn't say I'm that. I'm guessing that's probably, what, a six to seven, eight year? I'm going to say probably six to seven year old bourbon. I wouldn't say that it's much more old than that. Which nowadays is probably... And the only reason I say this is because of the color. I don't think it's got enough richness to it to be much more than about six or seven years. But I, but I think also, if I remember correctly, Yellowstone has always used a char level three. Yeah. I don't think they went char four. Mm. So, I don't it's know. It's lovely. This is... I don't even want to put water in it. There's no reason to put water in these. Yeah. 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 I would probably... I'd pr- we'd have to Rochambeau. I'd have to kick you in the nuts <laughs> not go first. Yeah. <laughs> I just if Jared were here, <laughs> I would just Absolutely. smack you. So, mm. yeah, there is really nothing better than drinking bourbon with a good group, a good crew. All right, these are both yep. absolutely great bottles, mm-hmm. but we got to pick who's the winner. As much as I love that beam, that Yellowstone. Okay, made. you're Yellowstone. All right, don't go to me. I'm still deciding. You're still deciding. Yep, I'm still deciding. I, I'm going to give, and it's the slightest edge. I'm going to give a slightest edge to the beam, Stephen. I'm a beam. Beam. I love the beam. You were Yellowstone. Just, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Yellowstone too. You're Yellowstone. It's just that just little more split more burnt, uh, burn at the back. And I think a lot of that is just because I've had more Yellowstone, modern Yellowstone, than I have like modern yeah. beam. So it, it just that's kind of so the the I'm rye on. pop is what won you on this. Oh one. yeah, yeah, yeah. I hey, love that rye pop. I, I do too. I do too. But man, there's just something about these old beams, man. That just they just hit different. They're just sweet and subtle, and there's just so much flavor profile that comes oh, through I, them. I love that beam. And that's way different than my 83 beam I have. Right. I prefer that actually over my 83 way more. And Crazy. I, and I, I love the Yellowstone, and I'm going to be really sad when that bottle's gone. Was that your last one? It's the only one I've ever had. It's the only had. one you've ever had? Was and this one you found looking. this year, or did you have no, this I've had one? I've had that for like two years. Wow. It seems I've, like... I've been very careful with it. The, be- <laughs> but, the, the beams but are I, very gingerly drinking well, it. Well, yeah. mostly I've used it as a bottle share. Mm. I don't drink it at home. Right. I you know I bring it to places like this. Right. It seems like the beams are way more common than I think that's the first Yellowstone dusty I've seen in a while. It's, it's been a hot minute since I've seen an older Yellowstone. Yeah, like I said, I, I I have one. I want to say it was probably late seventies, early eighties, but and it was it was delicious. But like I I don't remember it tasting like that. That's what it's just so weird how. But the, your memory also will cloud judgment, right? Yeah. Depending on how much you've drank on a on a certain night or anything else. Oh but, yeah. But those things definitely hit different, man. I mean, the three dusties, the three brands I see most is Ofo, Wild Turkey, and Jim Beam of the dusties. And I'll tell you, dude. And Ezra one, Brooks would be awesome. Don't there. sleep on them, dude. The old school JW Dance are delicious. See, I seen one the other day and passed it. Dude, the old school JW Dance are delicious. They really are. JW Dance. Yeah. 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 Which that distillery is back in business. Well, the, well, so so the Dant family, yes, Dant Crossing, Wally okay. Dant, yes, he opened uh, Monks Monks Row, which is Log, Logstill Logstill Distillery. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, he's back open. Uh, I, I I hope to God and pray that uh, is it Lux Row that owns, or no, it's Heaven Hill that owns. It's JW Heaven Hill Dant. that owns. So JW I hope Dant. that they give him that name back. I really do. I hope they sell it back to him for way less than what it's worth just because of the fact that i i think it's it's a legacy right thing oh, yeah. you know more than anything else it's just the right thing to do I, mm-hmm. I agree and the shapiro brothers have made more than enough money in bourbon that no, right yeah, they can sell that back to those guys for <laughs> for pennies on the dollar and they'd be okay so 
All right, so that's our episode of Bourbon Barrel Talk. If you want to find us, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and the Twitter. You can email us at bourbonbarreltalk at gmail.com. We enjoyed this great 1976 uh, beam and this early 90s Yellowstone. They were delicious, delectable. Thank you to the legend for joining us again. And uh, if you want to, make sure you hit the subscribe button. That way you get our episodes as soon as they hit. This is Scott and the Den of Thieves and the legend signing off. Peace out. Cheers and salute.